friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. Hey friends, I have to tell you, I'm so excited to be here. This is another solo episode from me, Beth Ann, your host. <laughs> I feel like I haven't done a solo episode in a while, and I've been I've been itching to do one and to just kind of hang out with you all one-on-one, if you will. Okay, so the title of this episode, you don't want to miss this. It has a two-fold meaning. The first thing that I want to make sure you don't miss is that the Brilliant Life Planner, the 2018 Brilliant Life Planner, will drop in the shop this week. So if you're listening to this episode, the first week it comes out. So the Brilliant Life Planner will drop in the shop on Friday, November 3rd. It will drop at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And I know that might seem kind of strange, like why is Beth Ann giving us a very particular time? <laughs> that the planner is dropping. And plus, I get up early on the East Coast, and so why can't she make it 6 a.m. Eastern? Sorry, sorry, I can't. The reason it's a very particular time is because we will be doing some really fun things on Instagram during those first couple of hours that the planners drop, okay? So you want to make sure you're following at Brilliant Life Planner. Okay, that's where all of our planner fun and planner party action is happening this year at Brilliant Life Planner on Instagram. And you want to, I know a lot of you are busy. I get it. Listen, if you don't have time, it's okay. But if you do have time and you can pencil this into your planner, I would love to see you at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Friday, November 3rd, because we're doing some really fun things. We will have early bird pricing for the planner the first week that it's available. So if you purchase the planner anytime between November 3rd and November 10th, you get a fabulous early bird price, okay? So you definitely wanna do that, snag your planner early, but we're doing something even more fun for those first couple of hours after the planners drop in the shop. We're doing that over on Instagram, okay? So you don't wanna miss that. Follow our Brilliant Life Planner Instagram account and, you know, get yourself on our email list as well. You can find places for that all over brilliantbusinessmoms.com because we'll have more details as we get closer to Friday, November 3rd for you. But that's all I'm going to say for now. Okay, so that's the first thing. I didn't want you to miss it. And I have to say, it's been super fun and super exciting to hear from so many of you how much you're just like waiting for the 2018 Brilliant Life Planner. When you, you know, just put your heart and soul into a product that you've created, and I know for me, I mean, I've worked with so many different people in creating the Brilliant Life Planner. There's my incredibly talented uh, graphic designer friend, Hadassah Stoll. There's our incredibly talented InDesign formatter friend, Lydia Kitts. And then, you know, Betta, who I work with at our factory in China and the whole rest of my team who works on social media and graphics and gives me feedback and all of you guys who give me feedback on the planner and what you love and what you don't and I'm sure there's a ton of people I'm missing here but it is so 
more than just encouraging. It's like it warms my heart. It gives me all sorts of warm fuzzies to see how much you all love this planner, how well used and well loved it has been in your hands this past year and how eager you are to get your hands on the new one. So I I guess I just want to say thank you for loving and cherishing my baby as much as I do. <laughs> it feels really great. And yeah, I'm excited for you all to have it. Excited for some of the new things that will be coming in the shop this year. It's going to be a great year, you guys. The second reason, though, why this podcast is titled You Don't Want to Miss This is because I wanted to share just a few quick insights into what I've been learning about time management, intentional living, goal setting, all those big words. I guess they're not that big, right? They feel big. They're like weighted words, heavy words. I wanted to share a little bit about what I've been learning about those words this year, particularly because I, you know, had a baby in April and this was the first baby that I have birthed and uh, the first newborn that we've had in our house. So yeah, a lot of new fun things for us here at the Schwamberger household. And so I just wanted to share some of my insights and hopefully give you all some, some perspective as you start planning for 2018 and some encouragement and maybe, maybe some wisdom. We'll see. You can, you'll be the judge of that. I don't particularly feel like a wise person, but I'm always happy to offer you know, <laughs> my perspective when I can. Okay, so you don't want to miss this, the name of this episode, because that's been how I've felt all year is with a, a new baby at home. The one thing that I've been so grateful to not have to miss are all the moments that I get with Levi and all the moments that Chris Holden, Levi and I all get to have together as a family. And I feel really grateful that I have been able to slow down quite a lot and spend the majority of my time with little Levi. And, you know, it's interesting when you look back on your year and you think, about what are the things I remember the most? What are the things that brought me the most joy this year? And then conversely, which I know it's kind of a bummer to think about things this way, but this this helps me get perspective in a big way, which is like, what are the things I regret the most? Or what are the things that bum me out the most about my year? So for me, top of that list is people. It's, you know, the important people that I want to spend time with, the important memories I want to create with them. That is always going to trump my other goals, so for me, when I sit down and write out my great big dreams for the next year, a huge part of that is the great big dreams I have for me and my family, like for our time together, for how we're going to build our relationships over the next year. So for me, having that perspective is just really important because I know that all the great big goals in the world and crushing those great big goals and, you know, boom, 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 if I knock them out all in six months and set new ones, like as wonderful as that might be, if it came at the expense of missing out on life with my family and the people that matter most, it wouldn't be worth it to me. So as you start planning 2018, think about those moments that you want to make sure you don't miss. Make sure on your list of great big dreams, you include great big dreams for you and the people 
in your life that matter most? Like, you know, I started thinking about this in terms of my son Holden, who's now seven, and I have great big dreams for him and the kind of person I'd love to help him become and the kinds of things I'd love to help him to accomplish in his life. And so I've realized that my goal list is also about developing him as a wonderful little person. And a big part of my goals is how do I help him? reach his great big dreams and of course the same will be true for Levi as he gets bigger you know right now it seems a little bit smaller Levi's great big dream is to be able to you know crawl across the living room floor (laughs) so but hey I can I can be working with him on that every day to help him reach his great big dreams too and you know how cool is that you guys I have to say that when when one of your big goals for the next year is that you're helping other people to accomplish their goals, like, man, it doesn't get much better than that. And I guess I, I feel privileged to play a little part in that with, you know, handing you all the Brilliant Life Planner or, you know, helping you all with your businesses and in different courses of mine. But I think all of us, all of us can think about those important people in our lives and how we can help them accomplish their, their great big goals this next year. But with that, with that, I guess, maybe softer, fuzzier side of this year where part of what I've done has been to slow down a bit and dig deep with the people that I love the most, I also have realized this past year that, you know what, I can do more than I think I can. And I'm pretty sure all of us can do more than we think we can. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm encouraging you to just fill up your to-do list with 100 things every day. But what it means is that the great big goal you have for this next year that maybe maybe it's your personal goal. It's the thing you'd like to accomplish most this year. It's you know, the business growth you want to see or the getting in shape in crazy big new ways and, you know, running that marathon or writing that book or whatever your great big goal is, even though I know it feels overwhelming at the start and it feels like you'll never get there, I want you to hear that you are capable of more than you think you are. And every day, When you stretch yourself just a little bit more, you push yourself to like maybe just sit down for five or 10 minutes and get going and get something started. And then the next day you come back and you push yourself to do 10 more minutes. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at what you can do. I mean, I have realized this past year with a baby who, let's see, Levi is now six and a half months old. He wakes up three to four times every night. So thankfully he eats faster than he used to, but uh, so the the wakings aren't for like an hour long like they used to be at a time. But with that, like I'm running on a pretty big sleep deficit all the time, but yet I still can, you know, get things done. Like I can still whip up these insane complicated Facebook ads campaigns and come up with new funnel ideas and work closely with my designers to tweak our new product designs and make them exactly right. I can still manage and lead a team. Yeah, I can do all of that even with my new mom, new newborn mom brain. So I can do more than I think I can. 
and you can too. And okay, so this is a little confession here, BBM Confessions. I've been encouraging my team about this particular theme as well. I've been, ah, goodness, how do I want to say this? <laughs> I've essentially said to people on my team at different points, and really to my team as a whole. So it's not just like there are one or two people where I had to tell them this. It was like team as a whole and then, you know, different pep talks with different people, which is, hey, I expect more from you. Like you are super smart and super talented and you can do better than this, <laughs> which is, oh, as a boss, like that is a hard thing to say to people and it's hard for it to be accepted well. You know what I mean? Like, no, we, we all want the pat on the back. We all want to hear like, yes, this is amazing and it's perfect and great job and you're done, you know, gold star. But the reality is that most of us every day are capable of better <laughs> than what we're currently doing. And until we stretch ourselves and push ourselves just a little bit more, and then the next day, a little bit more, we will never realize what we're actually capable of. And that is something too that I really stress with Holden as well. And Chris and I both do. I mean, Chris is on the same page with me. We are very much a growth family. We are very much a family that says, hey, we don't back down from challenges. Hey, we don't we don't give up when things are hard. We look those challenges in the face and say, you know, we kind of, this is, this is a signature Beth Ann move. I rub my hands together, pull up my sleeves and get to work. It's like, Ooh, a challenge. This is awesome. Now I get to see what I'm really made of. So I want to encourage you about that this next year. Now, when it comes to stretching yourself and taking on new challenges, of course, I'm not <laughs> encouraging you to take on 10 new crazy big challenges this next year because another key lesson I've learned this past year in, again, in much bigger ways is that I can't do everything. None of us can do everything. So... How do you pick and choose? How, how do you decide which challenges are worth, you know, facing head on and just charging through and which challenges you just decide are too much, too much and not worth it? Because there are plenty of things in life where you're, we're just going to decide like, hey, this isn't worth it. Sure, I could. I'm thinking back to myself as a kid, like, okay, I tried softball, I tried ballet, I tried gymnastics, all these different sports. I am not an athlete. I am so uncoordinated. Sure, could I have like stuck with any of those sports and like if I practiced for a couple hours of every day, been like maybe somewhat good at them, <laughs> been respectably good at them, I guess you could say. Yeah, sure, but like to me, and let's be honest, my parents too, it was like, yeah, this challenge isn't worth it. <laughs> like there are other things where you have more of a natural inclination for them, like playing piano was one, or school in general, just learning new things was another so that it was like, yeah, let's just do those things. We don't, you don't have to push every boulder up the hill. You get to choose which boulders you're going to tackle this year. And I know for me, what helps me decide which challenges I want to meet and which ones I don't is starting with the end picture in mind. So I want to, to envision 
what my life will look like at the end of 2018. And I want to map out that dream day, that dream life, you know, what's going on with me at the end of the year, what's going on with Chris, with Holden, with Levi, how does everything look, what's going on with my other family relationships and my friendships, what's going on with the business, with my health, with my faith. I want to look at every piece of my life puzzle, essentially, and see what is what do I want it to look like at the end of this year. And I take that and then I work backwards to decide which challenges are worth meeting and which ones aren't. So one good example would be when I used to set goals and I still get in this trap sometimes where I set goals based on fancy numbers instead of what really matters to me. So like in the past, I might have set a goal like I want to have and I'll be honest, I actually set this goal this past year for one of my courses and then after the fact realized, no, that was a horrible goal. Why did I make that my goal? I set a goal for like I want to have a thousand new students in my ads course, a thousand new students and FB brilliance because I want to help you know a thousand ladies to grow their businesses and to do it in a way that it's more streamlined it's more predictable it's it saves them time and you know that's with Facebook ads like I'm super passionate about that but I've since realized you know coming out the other side of having several hundred new students in the course at a time that you know what? I think impact matters more than important numbers, you know, fancy numbers. I would rather be able to have the margin and the breathing room to really help a smaller group of ladies to just do amazing things with Facebook ads than to just say, oh, I have a thousand new students, but yet maybe most of them don't access the course. Most of them don't come to office hours. Most of them wait six more months and don't even try Facebook ads. Like, what is that? That's not doing anybody any good, right? Like, so the fancy numbers to me are a lot less important than the impact that I'm having. And for me, that's true of my business goals and my personal goals. So, you know, I don't really set goals like, I want to have coffee with a friend 20 times this next year. Like, that's not really the thing. Like, yeah, that'd be great. And that's definitely more than I'm having coffee with friends at the moment. Oh, I had coffee with friends a lot more before Levi, but that's another story. <laughs> impact though, right? The impact I get to make on his little life, which I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute because I, anyways, I have something fun to share on that. But all the to say, I mean, okay, so I could have 25 coffees, but what it like, what does my life look like at the end of the year? Was I able to pour into a few key friendships and make an impact in a big way? Or did I just like have coffee for fun and like that was it? You know what I mean? So that's a key thing that I'm taking into 2018 for myself and hopefully you will too, which is impact over fancy numbers. Another example of that would be I used to, and yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, this goal would still be great, but I'm realizing that it matters less than some other goals, which is I would love to grow my company to be a million dollar company. I mean, that's just, that's a goal I've had for a long time. And it's like, I want to, I want to have a seven figure business. I just do. But when I really stop to think about it, it's like, okay, but that's really just a fancy number. Like, 
that you get to spout off or put on paper like what does that really mean like a seven-figure business is really silly if I and my whole team are all burned out stressed overwhelmed and also if the profits aren't there so that the business has stability and security and profits are there for things like us adopting again and building our first orphanage like you know, again, it's like potentially I could have a bigger impact with less income, but higher profits. So I have to, again, just reevaluate like why, why set the big fancy number goal when what really matters to me is that after picture, right? So what matters to me is what does my life look like at the end of 2018? And is that where I want it to be? And so when I work backwards that way, what I find is that that big fancy number goal isn't actually the goal I want to set. I encourage you to think about that in your own life. Like you may have these certain wickets or benchmarks you've set for yourself, but when you take a step back, you realize like, wait, why is that the thing (laughs) that I'm working towards? Because when I reflect on my past year, you know, these are the things that made my life fulfilling and enjoyable. And these are the things I'm most proud of. And they didn't have to do with that particular wicked or you know something like that now some of you may realize that it does I mean I totally get it like I know for me growing the business in a huge way in 2016 was a super important wicket and allowed a lot of other things to improve in my life and allowed my after picture (laughs) to look a lot better so I'm not I'm not saying to throw out all your numbers I'm just saying think about that after picture first And going back to impact over fancy numbers, I see that playing out in my personal life in a lot of ways too. I I mentioned Levi, and one of the things that I've loved about this year is just how much time I get to spend with him. And I realized the other day when I picked him up from his babysitter, we, we just hired a babysitter this past week. And so she watches Levi for three hours, three times a week. And I got to be honest with you, like that feels like so much. (laughs) That feels like so much time that I'm away from him because I've been used to like, uh, I'm just with him all the time other than, you know, Chris giving me some breaks here and there, but like, I'm pretty much just with Levi all the time. And I realized when I went to pick him up from the babysitter from his first like actual three hour session with her and he was so happy to see me, he was like smiling and laughing he'll literally like if he hasn't seen me for a couple hours sometimes he'll just look at me and start laughing (laughs) it's the cutest thing and then when I pick him up he like grabs my face and gives me these big open mouth kisses and he just smiles and laughs it's just it like makes me tear up thinking about it and I realize like I am this sweet little guy's best buddy in the whole world right now like I am his best bud And that is not going to last that long. 
I mean, <laughs> even by the time he's a year old, 18 months old, he is going to realize that there's all sorts of other kids that are way cooler than me <laughs> to hang out with. He loves Holden too. I mean, I got to be honest, like, so Holden gets tied for that. But because I get to spend the most time with Levi, I think I'm his best buddy at the moment. So again, though, that's the thing is he's going to realize pretty quickly, like, oh, mom's not that cool. There's plenty of people that are more fun than mom. But for now... I get to be his best buddy and that is a title that I love having and it's so precious to me. To me, that's the impact piece. The fact that I get to just spend my days with my little guy and I have to say too, I think it feels probably a little a little extra special for us because I didn't get to have that time with Holden. Um, We brought Holden home when he was two and a half years old. And so there were a lot of sweet little baby moments that we all missed together. That, you know, Chris and I wish we could have had with him. That Holden wishes we could have had with him. And so I do not take for granted all of these sweet little baby moments and... (laughs) all the time that I get with Levi. And again, I guess in terms of fancy numbers, yes, the number of minutes I get with him is super important to me, but uh, the impact I get to have by being that, by being his best buddy, at least for this year in his life, that feels really special to me. And you know what? There's all sorts of other fancy numbers that, you know, we new moms love to track. Like, you know, when did my baby say his first word or when did he start smiling or when did he start crawling or sitting up or rolling over all these things like I really don't care (laughs) about those numbers and those milestones. I do. I have a baby book. I need to pull it out and probably make sure I jot these things down because maybe one day it'll be nice to have that. But honestly, I even ditched my whole, I had like the one month, two month, three month, those stickers. I only have done like month one, two, and four (laughs) of those. I just like life happens and I guess I just don't I don't think about those kinds of little things as much as I think about just spending quality fabulous time together and that's not to take away I know some people are awesome at that stuff and (laughs) and like if that's important to you then that's awesome and you should do it and you should do it with pride but for me I just I'm a rebel and so I don't like following those rules and I just love my day-to-day life with my best little chubby buddy (laughs) right now and so that's what that's what I'm relishing. Okay so I (laughs) per usual you all I have rambled more than I expected to on my solo episode and I hope though in the midst of my rambling that maybe there was a bit of encouragement or a bit of fire under your buns if you will maybe (laughs) to change some of your perspective or your goal setting or your use of your planner for 2018 and I don't want you to miss all the amazing moments that are coming up for you this next year. I don't want you to miss all the incredible things that you can do, opportunities in front of you, people you can invest in. There's a lot that we don't want to miss, right? Make sure you mark your calendar for Friday, November 3rd. 
And I would be so honored for you to have a brilliant life planner in your home and as your best friend at your side on your desk this next year. And in terms of that, just make sure you're following at Brilliant Life Planner on Instagram so you don't miss any of the fun news, the details, the launch day happening, the fun happening on the 3rd. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant.